Welcome to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. I'm your host, Kyra Howarth, and we'll be chatting about all things astrology, tarot, spirituality, and manifesting. So today on the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast, we have a special guest joining us. We have Ashley from Starseed Shadows. Hi, Ashley. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing super, super well on this lunar eclipse. The energies are buzzing. (laughs) I know. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm still buzzing from the energy of the eclipse too. Mm -hmm. It's so powerful. And I feel like um, what we're going to be talking about today, which is shadow work, I feel like that kind of ties in well to Mm -hmm. eclipses as well. So we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, But Ashley, do you want to start off by introducing uh, yourself and a bit about what you do? Sure, sure. Um, So yes, I'm Ashley, Ashley Michelle. Um, Starseed Shadows is my baby. I am a tarot reader and an astrologer, and I specialize in shadow work. Uh, I've been reading cards um, over 10 years, uh, reading charts since before then. I decided to go professional, I guess is the right word, um, back in 2019. Uh, so yeah, it's my passion. I love reading cards for people. I love, love, love reading charts for people. And um, I kind of found, I happened upon shadow work uh, during the second half of my Saturn return. Saturn kind of fed me some big boy lessons and kind of yep. <laughs> during that growth process and understanding what was happening and as it related to my personal birth chart I kind of fell into shadow work and um I'm home here so I I like helping people understand themselves on a deeper level and become more self-aware yeah 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 awesome so today we're going to be talking about shadow work so actually could you Give us a bit of an intro into what shadow work is for those who are listening and have no idea. How could you kind of sum up what shadow work is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I am going to read this quote and then we can kind of break it down a little bit. So shadow work is the process of diving into the unconscious mind and uncovering its tendencies and fixations in order for in order to integrate them further into the conscious awareness. And that's a Carl Jung quote. Um, shadow work is essentially digging up our shit is essentially looking at our defense mechanisms. It's looking at the ways within which we interact with people. It's, it's looking at the stuff that we prefer to not look at. It's looking at those qualities that aren't looked at as, as pretty or normal or nice and put together in a bow is really what it is. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but there's also an aspect of shadow work or a term called the golden shadow. And, and this is more so about the amazing qualities of ourselves that we feel we don't have. You know, for example, somebody who's a good leader, but feels like they can't lead, but other people can see it beautifully, but that person can't see it. So the shadow is super complex and it's not necessarily, it's not negative at all. It has a negative connotation, but nothing about shadow work is negative. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 no, absolutely. I really like that concept of the golden shadow. I've oh, yeah. actually not heard of that before, but that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the golden shadow, it's, it's all about recognizing our awesomeness. And it's all about kind of sitting into those qualities that like, you got this. And that's about 
when you dive into the golden shadow, that's more about uncovering limiting beliefs. And it's more about getting rid of those sorts of aspects of the self where like, oh, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. All of those are narratives that have been put in our heads by the man, by the masses, by your parents, by your teachers. You know, they're all, they're all not real. And the golden shadow is a way of uncovering those beautiful parts of ourselves that we just need to water and nurture and let grow and appreciate. Wow. So is there a way that we can find our golden shadow, like perhaps by looking at our astrology chart or something like Mm -hmm. that? Definitely. Definitely. Um, I love looking at birth charts to look for your shadows in general. So, you know, I guess without getting too deep, I'm not sure, you know, how well versed your listeners are in astrology. Um, it's, it's when you look at a birth chart, you can combine the, the planets in the houses and kind of figure out which aspects are more shadowy, if you will. So for example, um, when I do shadow work on a birth chart, I look at the Lilith points and like aggressively. And I look at those guys and kind of see the shit that the a regular astrologer wouldn't really see. That's kind of covered beneath those, those points, Lilith, Juno, those points that people don't really talk about often tend to be points of contention for the queer in it. And they tend to not realize that when it's happening. Um, for example, I'll use myself, for example, um, I have realized over the course of my shadow work that I am somebody who needs validation. I need to know that I'm doing a good job. I need to know that my work is good. I need to know that that's a thing, right? And so in in uncovering my own shadow and uncovering my birth chart, I found out that my dark moon Lilith is in Leo. Leo, the person, the, the archetype that needs all this attention, the archetype that needs eyes on them, the archetype that craves validation. And there my dark moon Lilith is sitting smack dab in the middle of Leo. So that's kind of, that's kind of where, what I'm going towards when I'm looking at somebody's birth chart and looking for shadow points and things like that. So now to kind of go a little deeper in it, when I find myself needing that validation, it's almost like we give it another name. A lot like uh, Natalie had said when it came to Chiron, that's my Chiron acting up. That's my Lilith acting up. I don't need validation, Ash. You're doing a great job. And when you separate it from (laughs) yourself, it doesn't become a part of you anymore. You know what I mean? And in that that separation also comes integration, if that makes sense. Because now I'm aware. I'm aware of the action. I'm aware of what's happening. Whereas five years ago, I was totally unaware. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely that I wasn't getting that validation instead of understanding where the need was coming from. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I find like looking at our astrology charts really helps with that self-awareness of why mm-hmm. we can feel certain ways or why we do certain things that it comes mm-hmm. down to, mm-hmm. to those, yeah, to our astrology charts, to the, the placement right. of the planets and everything at that time we were born. Right. It's, it's so right. fascinating. Isn't it though? And there's so many different combinations you can make with the different things going on. Like, you know, for example, Saturn in the first is going to play out way different than, you know, Saturn in the 10th or Saturn in the ninth. You know what I mean? So 
in a person's birth chart who has Saturn in the first. So we're going to be talking about that as far as shadow goes and what that might look like. Because Saturn is all intertwined in how they represent, you know, when they come out into the world. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we've kind of gone a bit deep into like astrology and shadow work here. So let's mm-hmm. let's come back a bit for those who maybe aren't into astrology as much. And let's talk about the moon because I feel like pretty much anyone who's listening to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast probably has a bit of an idea of the moon and mm-hmm. the moon phases and that sort of thing. So is there like a certain moon phase where it's best to do shadow work? Mm. Well, I, I believe that probably depends on the witch. Um, I would probably say, you know, the majority of witches or spiritual enthusiasts or practitioners would probably say on the full moon because that's where you release, you know, and you let things go. I prefer to do shadow work on the new moon um, because I want to bring in new energy. You know, when we're, when we're releasing stuff, what are we bringing in to replace that void? Are, are we bringing in more false narratives? Are we bringing in more 3D concepts? Are we bringing in more stiff energy? You know, when our, when our work is over and the next day is, is, is upon us, like what exactly are we doing? So I have found doing shadow work on the new moon has been more effective for me personally and for um, my patrons and people that I work with and things like that. Um, what I love to also say is, you know, there's no right or wrong time for moon magic. Any time is a great time. But Absolutely. Yeah. But again, you know, when you're working with like the moon, like tonight, like the energies are buzzing. And I don't know about you, but I, I find it really cool to know that so many people are practicing on moons like tonight and on new moons. It, that is cool versus like a waning gibbous or a waxing gibbous. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So at the time of recording, it's um, just past the uh, total lunar eclipse in Sagittarius. So yeah, we're talking about like, yeah, this eclipse energy. And yeah, I'm sure there was so many people last night out there looking at the moon and releasing and and all sorts of witchy stuff. So it is really cool to tap into that kind of collective energy as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is. I love it. Super cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, with shadow work, what what sort of processes do you guide others through to do shadow work? Like, is it journaling mm. or meditation mm. or what, what sort of things do you encourage others to do? Um, so both of those, especially more so meditation. Um, you know, I'm sure you know, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners know, like meditation, meditation, meditation is so, so important. And I also like to let people know it doesn't have to be this like intense thing. If you have five minutes a day, you know, or five minutes a week, just allowing yourself to sit quietly and be in quiet is going to do wonders. Um, I also practice personally and I tell my clients to practice observing their thoughts. I've, I've noticed a lot of people do a lot of this whole negative self-talk. Like, I'm stupid. Oh, it makes me cringe. I hate when people like say that. Oh, I'm so stupid. It drives me up a wall because, you know, thought, thought plus word plus, plus action equals creation. So it's just kind of like when you're putting these, these thoughts in, into the air and you're giving them life, it, it becomes your reality. So I'm a firm, firm believer in observing your thoughts and really trying to dig deep. Oh, why did I think that? Why did I say that? Why do I feel that way? You know, when, when I came across this person's post, why did I think this, you know, these sorts of 
ways within which to analyze yourself, it all leads to more self-awareness and greater self-awareness. And the more self-aware we are, the greater our quality of life becomes because we can reverse some of these behaviors that have been, you know, sitting in our root chakra from generational baggage that have been brought on through the way that we grew up from, you know, the shit that we have against our parents. We can go on and on and on and on and on about why we are the way we are. The point is, is to do the work and to feel comfortable in the skin that you're in. That's the point for anybody and everybody, right? Um, I love the saltwater tanks, the sensory deprivation tanks. Yeah. Yeah. They're around in a lot of cities now. So I highly suggest those, um, especially if somebody has a harder time meditating or getting to a quiet place because it kind of forces you to be in one. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, one I, thing really, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I've I've got um like a saltwater room in my uh town. Like I lived like in a country town, so it was like yay. And wow. oh my gosh, like I have four kids at home. We homeschool, so like I get no you have four peace. kids. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so oh my gosh, I try to go to this float room every month, and it's just an hour of just. <gasps> just peace Mm -hmm. and it is amazing Mm -hmm. because it really does force you to go into that meditative state and Mm -hmm. the amount of like shadow stuff that comes Mm -hmm. up and like you just Mm -hmm. all that feeling of being and you're stuck there with your thoughts and And people are scared of that yeah but we can't be it's how you ascend it's how you level up yeah yeah so like I love it but I know that yes for some people like they'd be like, oh, no, I just can't deal with that. And they'd need to get out. But mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, like, I, I would highly recommend So true. And, you know, another thing, too, when it comes to just doing shadow work on the rag is really observe your behavior when it comes to your interactions with others. You know, it, how, are you, how are you reacting to others? Are you reacting to others in an angry way, in a standoffish way? Like, when you're having an altercation or when you're in front of somebody that you really admire as well. Because that's that golden shadow coming up again. How yes. are you interacting with that person versus somebody else? You know, so, you know, shadow work in general is just, it's very, very much about seeing yourself for who you are, kind of inst- instead of just going through the motions of life and going through the everyday monotony of the day and sitting in a place of stuck and not doing anything about it. So about understanding why you feel that way, not necessarily why you're stuck. Why do you feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Before we kind of finish off, Ashley, I'd love to know what your big three are on your astrology chart, your rising sign, your sun sign, and your moon sign. I love it. I love it. Love it. Um, So my rising is cancer makes me a big old teddy bear. Yeah. (laughs) Um, My sun sign is Sagittarius. Uh, and so I've been feeling this moon coming in hot. I'm very much a Sag sun. Um, then my moon sign is Aquarius. So it's this weird mixture of being really like brash, brass is the word I'm, I'm making up, like kind of just cut and dry and to the point, but also like very delicate and sensitive. Yeah. So it's, it's, <laughs> It's interesting to see how those big three have played out in my life because there are definitely times where I'm like, what's wrong with you? Let's do it. Get up. Come on. Fine. (laughs) On to the next thing. Then there are other moments where like I'm watching America's Got Talent and I'm just like crying hysterically because my empath is activated. Yeah. 
It's really crazy. Wow. It's so yeah. fascinating. Like I've been thinking because I've had a few guests on the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast now. I always was like, oh, I wonder what their big three are. And so I thought I'm just going to start asking every guest who it's comes on, question. what are your big three? Because like you can see like, mm-hmm. uh, like like in the way that we've just been talking so far mm-hmm. in this episode, like your cancer rising, like you're so into like the emotions, like mm-hmm. cancer has that yeah. real emotional tie to it. And yeah. I feel like that really plays a part in, in shadow work and yeah. And why you're so fascinated in it. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly. so awesome. So Ashley, uh, do you have ways for our listeners to work with you or to connect with you? Yes, yes, yes. So my Instagram is at Starseed Shadows. Uh, my website is starseedshadows.com. I am on Patreon, Starseed Shadows there. So on Patreon, you can join at any level. There's four of them to get a taste of my work and and how how you want to connect with me. Um, you can always book in. I love getting new clients. I'm open for June. So I do birth charts. Um, I also do tarot readings. I do year ahead stuff. And then I also do my shadow package. It's called Unveiling the Shadow. And that package is using astrology and tarot together to really do a deep dive in in what your personal shadow looks like, how we can work with the shadow, what cards are coming up for you to connect with on your own or put on your altar and all that jazz. So it's a ride, it's fun. And yeah, I'd love to connect with some newbies for sure. Wow, that's awesome. And I have to also say like, I've been watching Ashley like on Instagram for probably about the past year and she is amazing so if you're interested (laughs) if you guys are interested in diving deep into your shadows like definitely check out starseed shadows on insta because yeah ashley's on fire (laughs) i love it thank you so much i appreciate that oh my pleasure ashley we um are actually launching a shadow work masterclass together aren't we Yes, we are. I'm really, really excited about it. I am too. So this will be available on the Herbal Moon Goddess Academy as well. So Ashley, do you want to tell us a little bit what to expect in the Shadow Work Masterclass? Yes, yes, yes. So essentially, you're going to get my beautiful face talking to you about shadow work. And we're going to have some visuals up there and then a workbook at the end. And essentially what this is, it's an introduction into shadow work for those of you who are curious about it or who want to learn more about it, are unsure about booking a one-on-one about it. There's lots of buzz in the spiritual community about shadow work and doing your shadow and working with your shadow and all of this. But What I found um, within my clients is that a lot of people are unsure on how to integrate that work and do it on a regular basis, or they're unsure about what it is in general. It's just, it's kind of become this, um, this coin term or whatever the terminology is. Like everybody's kind of shadow work, shadow work, shadow work, shadow work, but nobody's really explaining it. So we are. Yay. (laughs) So I'll also have the link for our Shadow Work Masterclass in the show notes as well. So you can click through and check that out if you're interested in learning more about Shadow Work. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today on the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. And I'll put the links in the show notes as well so our listeners can easily click through and find you on Insta and Patreon. Awesome. Thank you so much. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and tune in for our next episode. Bye for now.